ಕಲ್ಕು ಇದನ್ನು ಸರಿಪಾಡಿ ತುಡಿ ಐ ಫೀ ಅಲ್ಲಿ ಡಬ್ ನಬಸ್ ಹಿಂಗೆ ಅಬಾವ್ ಕ್ವಶನ್ ತುಂಬ ಮಾಡ್ಬೋದು ಓಕೆ ವಾಟ್ ಎವ ಸೊ ಆಸ್ ಟಿ ಆಸ್ ಮೀ ಟು ಟಾಕ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಯು ಟಾಕ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ದಿ ಐ ಫೋ ನೂ ಪೆಪ್ಪ ಸೊ ಐ ಡಿಸ್ಕಸ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಐ ಫೋ ನೂ ಪೆಪ್ಪ ಟು ಲೆವೆ ಆಲ್ರೆಡಿ ನಾವು ಟು ಡೇ ಐ ವಿಲ್ ಐ ಟು ಟಾಕ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ದಿ ತಾಲ್ ಲೆವೆ ಐ ಫೋ ಪಾತ್ the preliminary stage we call Pupa Bhaga Mecca. Yesterday I talked about the uh, fundamental stage. So, and then um, before that, also another stage. So, the, uh, the first two stages is um, the right view, right thought, uh, five precepts, and uh, these are mostly connected with the right view, uh, which is belong to, which belong to the faith in karma, and um, understanding of the law of cause and effect, respectively. So the, today, the Eightfold Path at the preliminary stage. <coughs> the right view is uh, different. The right view at this stage means to see mind and body as they really are. You know, our mind and bodies are, you know, they're all the time changing. Every moment changing. That, that's agreeable to you, I believe so. <laughs> As I mentioned repeatedly before, when we were born, we are very small, a few pounds. Now we, you know, they become very big, you know, right? <laughs> and uh, we, much heavier. So that huge change happens not immediately, but uh, gradually, right? Year by year, month by month, day by day, uh, hour by hour, moment by moment. That's the truth. But uh, we thought we were the same person. From the day we were born until today, we are the same person. That's uh, definitely delusion. So the right view here is uh, we have to see the real phenomena beyond that delusion. So that's the uh, right view at this stage. So we have to see mind and body as they really are. 
So to see mind and body as they really are, we have to make a certain amount of effort to be aware of the what we are directly experiencing through our senses without identifying with identifying them with I, my, or me, or mine. <clears throat> For example, we look at another. What we really experience is uh, the color of the apple, the fruit, okay? the beautiful color we can see through our sense. And if we touch it, if we touch the apple, we can feel something, maybe softness or hardness. That's the characteristics of the, according to the Bhirama, characteristic of the earth element. Or we may experience the coolness or warmth when we touch the apple. That's uh, the characteristics which, uh, which are characterized by the, we call fire element or temperature element, Tejotadu. Or we may experience the uh, tension or pressure, you know. Maybe that's a characterized by air element. Sometimes we may experience the heaviness, lightness, or the kind of the solid, you know, the solidity or cohesiveness. These are characteristics of the water element <coughs> or earth element. So this element we can directly experience through our own senses. When we eat it, when we bite it, we get smell, fragrant smell. When we swallow it, we, we experience taste. And also nutrient. So these are phenomena we can directly experience through our own senses without identifying with I, me, or mine. <clears throat> so in direct experience, there is a no upper. Upper is uh, illusion. The, the phenomena we can experience through our own senses, that's it. Uh, hardness or coolness or warmth or tension or tightness or cohesiveness, smell or taste or nutrient, these are what we can directly experience and what really exists. That's the truth. <clears throat> so we have to see mind and body as they really are. We have to see the upper as it really is. That's uh, 
I view. And um, so there's uh, no upper in direct experience or in ultimate sense. So we think there is uh, something solid, everlasting. We are something solid, three, something solid, everlasting. But there is uh, nothing solid in ultimate sense. Everything is elements or energies changing moment by moment. For example, the apple. We think it's uh, something solid, everlasting, or maybe last a few a few days, <laughs> not ever. <laughs> but you can divide it, the upper, repeatedly, until there is uh, no solid, but uh, only energy or element remains. There's uh, no solid thing. Everything is energy. You think upper is something solid? that illusion that's around you. You think some upper is a no, <coughs> no direct experience, no upper. There's the only physical phenomena that's a right view at this stage. <coughs> In Abhidhamma terms, there's the three kinds of particle is in their smallest size. <coughs> we call Ratarinu. This is a very small size of a particle. Ratami tray or the bullock cart or the cart. No. When the train pass by, the dust fly in the air. You can see the small particle. That small size is called in Pali Ratarinu. And uh, there's another smaller size, much smaller than that, we call Anu. That only we can see through the ray or sun ray or through the light. You know, here in the space, we can see very small, tiny you know, particle. We cannot see this time. Maybe when the sun comes in, we can see, right? The small size of that <coughs> big size, that small size is called Anu in Pali. They can be seen through the uh, sun, sun ray. And uh, <coughs> that smaller size is, uh, smaller size is, uh, we call Parmanu. It's a very small, so small particle that we cannot even see through our own naked eyes. Maybe you can see through the microscope, of course. <laughs> <coughs> but that's what we call Parmanu, very tiny particle, smaller size. We can see through. We cannot see our through the naked eye, but we can see through the something like the microscope. But we can even divide the smaller size, Parmanut, repeatedly. 
many times until there is nothing solid, only energy remains. So there is no upper in ultimate sense, I mean. <clears throat> so everything is uh, composed of the mental or physical energies, changing moment by moment. So it is uh, like uh, the candlelight, in the example given by the polytext. If you see the candlelight, you can see the candlelight is uh, lasting for some time maybe an hour. But if you see carefully the light, the fire or the candlelight, changing every moment, every moment new currents of fire replacing. <coughs> but for, for a child, you know, this, uh, this light is lasting for an hour or two hours, something like this. If you see it carefully, it's changing every moment, new replacement. In terms of Vidama, there is nothing old, everything new. Because the phenomena are arising and passing away so fast that they have no time to get old. <laughs> so, we are always new, <laughs> always young, <laughs> according to Vilma. <clears throat> but why I look old now? <laughs> so there is a replacement. To every moment, new replacement. New replacements deteriorate in quality and quantity so that we look older. But actually, no, we are not old, never old. <laughs> Everything is new. It is said in the polytext, like a, you know, the song from a music, uh, a musical instrument. If you play a musical instrument, the song come out. The song newly take place. That song is uh, reserved nowhere, actually. When the condition met, the song and it disappeared. If you play again, and uh, another new song come out. So in the same way, the phenomena are arising and passing away every moment, and uh, they are replaced with the new things every moment so densely, so continuously, that we take there are things solid, everlasting, because it's so dense, uh, so continuous, the way they replace. <coughs> That's why we thought we are something solid. The upper is something solid, lasting a few days, you know. But no solid, all the element changing every moment. Um, and also replacing every moment. So there's uh, nothing old, everything new. 
and also it is set in Abhidhamma. Okay, Abhidhamma. <laughs> Nothing can move any further. Because phenomena, physical phenomena arise and pass away so fast that they have no time to move any further. So we see things are moving because the replacement, new replacements take place the father and the father. That's the reason we see that things are moving. So that how we can see mind and the body as they really are. If we see we are something solid, this body is something solid, everlasting, that's around you. So we have to see the mind and the body as they really are by being aware of the through uh, what we are directly experiencing through our own senses without identifying with I, me, or mine. So we are sitting. So we find our body solid. That's the illusion. If we be, if we trying to be aware of what we are really directly experiencing, then we experience in our body warmth or coldness, coolness, or heaviness, tightness pain or pleasure, many phenomena arising moment by moment and replacing new things. So if we see real phenomena beyond the illusion, that's the right view. When we walk, if we see the form of the foot, that's the illusion. If we feel the heaviness, lightness, or movement, vibration, that we see real phenomena beyond the illusory sense of form and shape. So we have to experience, we have to be aware of the, what we are directly experiencing through our senses without identifying them with I, me, or mine. Like you touch an apple, you can feel your body. So in the same way, we have to see the mind. Mind also changing every moment. So according to Birama, there's uh, many mental process. One mental process may be uh, constituted by six mind units, at least up to 70 mind units. One single mental process. That mental process 
such a mental process can take place. You know, millions of mental processes can take place within several seconds. So the mind process is very dense. It explains can billions of mental process can take place within the moment of the flipping the finger, the polydexy, you know, this moment. <laughs> within that moment, billions of mind process and mind units take place. So the in a daily life, in a in daily language, you know, one moment we feel aversion, uh, next moment we feel uh, maybe aversion again. Uh, <laughs> 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 Another moment uh, aversion again. And, <laughs> and then next moment we notice all oh, aversion and uh, mindfulness, right? And then uh, or happy or unhappy, every moment different mental states arise and uh, pass away. If you think it is I or it is me, who is thinking? That's an illusion. If you see thinking as thinking, that's a right view, insight, knowledge. If you think I am, it is me who is planning, who is judging, who is analyzing, who is reasoning. That's uh, illusion. If you see thinking is thinking, kind of mental process, you see the reasoning as reasoning, if you see judging as judging, if you see analyzing as analyzing, without identifying, identifying them with I, me, or mine, that's right view at this stage, mm, a full path. <laughs> so the, the right view is different from the right view before, <laughs> right? <laughs> <clears throat> so if you think it is me who is happy, that's an illusion. If you see happy as happy, that's right view. If you think it is me who is unhappy, that's illusion. If you see unhappy as unhappy, that's insight, that's right view. So we try to <clears throat> experience, we try to be aware of what we are directly experiencing through our senses without identifying them with me, my, or I. That's the right view at this level. So that when we practice in Pipasana, to see mind and body as they really are, to gain this right view. 
So all we have to do is uh, to be aware of what we are directly experiencing through our own senses without identifying I with I, me or mine, without analyzing, reasoning, judging, you know, the figuring, just be aware what you directly experiencing, what you are directly experiencing. When you are happy, you know that's happy. Do not identify happy with yourself. Happy is a happy mental state. Arise and pass away. If you feel angry, oh, this, this guy talking about that. <laughs> Lousy thing. <laughs> so you you angry, right? So the, don't identify your anger with yourself. Anger is anger. You, you just be aware anger as anger without identifying it with yourself, I or my or me. That's uh, inside knowledge. <laughs> okay, so the, we need to be mindful what we are directly experiencing without going too far without identifying them with the I or my or me, without analyzing, reasoning, and judging. Just trying to be aware of what you are directly experiencing through your own senses. Then you can develop the inside knowledge beyond the illusory sense of I or my, permanence or pretty or pressure or passion. These are illusions. So that's a right view at this stage. May the Eightfold Path, the first thing is a right view. So to gain this right view, we have to make effort to pay attention to the present phenomena, what we are directly experiencing. So that attention is called right thought at this stage. So if we can pay the proper attention to the object and we can see the real phenomena and they are take place, the insight knowledge. For example, we, we feel pain, you know. If we think it is a me who is, who are in pain, then that's around you. If you see pain is pain, pain as pain, that's a right view. To see that to gain that right view, we have to pay proper attention to the pay. That attention we, is regarded as the right thought at this stage. Or oh, I have pain, you know. Time to think of the pain. Pain is pain. There is no I or mind involved. 
So if you pay full attention to the pain and uh, be aware of it, recognize it as pain, 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 you see the pain as pain. You see pain is separate from, from you. Sometimes you may feel you are somebody else. You are somebody else seeing the pain. Then you can distinguish pain and uh, yourself. Pain is pain. There is uh, no I or mine. Then you can feel comfortable. Pain no longer bother you. <laughs> so you, maybe you trying to pretend as if you were somebody else seeing the pain from outside. Then you will feel different. So then you see the pain is changing. Pain is pain. There is a nobody is a certain kind of the phenomena. Arising and passing away every moment, changing every moment. And then so the pain sometimes decrease, increase, you know, the shifting somewhere, moving somewhere, and sometimes a little bit disappear and, uh, and the reappear. You can see the changes in its intensity or the, in, you know, the degree, you know, the changing every moment. So that means you see the pain as it is. That's the right view. To get that right view, you have to pay attention to that pain. And then you have to sustain that attention. That we call Samasankapa, right view. And then we have to make the effort, just enough effort, to pay our attention to that object. If you make too much effort, you may overshoot or you may feel restless. Uh, you may be anxious. So it's very important to relax your mind and, uh, so that you can keep balance between the effort and the concentration. If you make too much effort, too much energy, your mind will become restless. So you have to just make enough effort to see, to pay attention to the pain or the maybe rising, falling, or the abdomen, or the in our breath, whatever object you pay attention. So, and also you need to make effort you know, to sustain your, your attention or the continuous awareness. So in this way, you develop the right thought, right mindfulness, right effort, and uh, right concentration. So these five factors are called, we call the karaka mekenka. That means the working factor. Right view, right effort, right thought, uh, right effort, right awareness, and uh, right concentration. These five factors are working together to bring about the inside knowledge, vipassana, vipassana knowledge. So these five factors are called 
working factors. And, uh, and uh, if you add the three uh, factors, morality factors like right speech, right actions, and a right livelihood, so you can count all together eight, no, eight path, eight factors of the path, preliminary path. So preliminary path is uh, composed of the vipassana practice. So to see the mind and the body as they really are is uh, right view. To develop that right view, we have to make right effort, you know, the right thought, right attention, right concentration, right mindfulness. Then we experience the insight knowledge, insight into the mind and the body. We can distinguish mind and the body that the, we call the first level of insight knowledge. And then later we were able to see the mind or intention leading all our activities. For example, when we walk in, we lift our foot. Before lifting our foot, there is an intention to lift. The mental state is leading all our physical activities. When our concentration and mindfulness strong, we see that intention behind all our activities. You can see the cause and effect. Mind and body are interrelated, interacted, you know. So that's sometimes the body is a neat water, for example, and then you feel thirsty, and then you think about the fridge and the kitchen <laughs> to get coke. <laughs> So that that kind of thought takes place from the dusty, and uh, from the dust, and uh, the the uh, the body need. So body need bring about mental states of thinking about the coke. <laughs> thinking about the Starbucks for me. <laughs> 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 I like Starbucks coffee. When I'm dusty, I think about the Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, design up for Starbucks. <laughs> so, it costs by dust, right? So, physical need. <laughs> so, the mind and the body are cause and effect, right? So when we are healthy, we, we feel, you know, the romantic feeling, something like this. So there's a funny, you know, the, the King Milinda, he asked, he raised a question to the, to the, the Venerable Nagasena. So it's a funny question. <laughs> Nagasena, you monks are well provided. You eat very rich food, you know, every day. You must, you must have really, you know, the romantic feeling. 
how you deal with that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so that I, I want to say is a cause and effect. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so it makes a good question, actually. <laughs> so the friend of Nagasena, he also very smart. <laughs> he gave the good, good answer, I think. <laughs> well, you know the pantry? You know the pantry? Here the pantry is uh, different. They cannot produce a kind of juice. You know. In Burma and in India and tropical country, there's pantries. The, there's a two kinds of pantry, and a male and a female. The male pantries are the kind of the branches like this, you know, instead of the flower. When you cut this one, the juice come out. So we collect a lot of juice and make uh, pan sugar. And also we can make it, we can ferment it and uh, we can drink it as a, you know, alcoholic drinks. <laughs> it's a taste nice. <laughs> so the, if you want to have juice, you know, the, to come out the, out of this, uh, you know, the, uh, maybe the kind of flower, you know. But this one is a very big and long. If you cut, the juice come out. If you don't cut, it juice doesn't come out. So the whenever Nagasena give that example. <laughs> so the old Greken, you always cut. So the juice always come out. We monk, we are not allowed to cut. So we <laughs> <laughs> So that that's a funny question. I mean <laughs> So uh, wh what I really want to say is a uh, cause and effect. <laughs> You know the, the physical body, physical need influence our mind and mental state, our thoughts. When the banks are well fed, they feel you know, feeling something like this. <laughs> so when we dance, we feel we, we miss, we think about the, you know, the Starbucks coffee and something like this. <laughs> so the, the thought of Starbucks coffee is a result from the physical need, right? So physical body influences the mind, our thoughts. Our thought influences the, the physical body. When we want to raise our hand, we can raise. So mind, raise, lift the hand, right? No, when we want to, when we see, for example, uh, the food, uh, the hungry feeling take place. Because of food, hungry feeling take place. Because of hungry mind, the mouth water take place. Right? Something like this. Mind and body interrelated. So that when we are sitting long, we feel very painful and then we get angry, you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> Something like this, you know. So if we are aware of the present phenomena, the moment they take place, 
we see real phenomena, real mind and a real body, and then they are a relationship. They are causality. Uh, they are law of cause and effect. If um, mindfulness strong, concentration strong, we can see interactions of mind and the body. That's that that stage or insight. That's the way how we see mind and the body as they really are. That's the right view at this stage. So the first we can see the mind and the body as they really are. Second, we can see they are in the interactions. If our concentration and mindfulness are strong, of course. If our mindfulness concentration is weak, mind is going here and there, and no way for us to see real phenomena beyond the illusion. We are all under illusion. Even though we see somebody dying right under our nose, we never think we are dying someday. We are dying someday. We subconsciously always think we are someone everlasting. Oh, this guy died. Oh, he died. I never died. <laughs> we feel that way, you know. Of course, we know we are going to die one day. But we never feel that way. Subconsciously, we always feel, oh, I'm never dying, you die. <laughs> like you, you trying to notice yourself, you, you will find that. You know. So deep seated, the illusion is in our heart. To overcome that delusion or illusion, of course, we have to make certain amount of effort with the patience and perseverance facing <laughs> in the face of the pain, you know, sitting for long. And then we focus the objects one after another. Then we can see the real mind and body, real phenomena beyond the illusory sense of I or mind or something solid about us. And also we can see their interaction, mind and body interaction. That's the second insight. That's how we see, how we develop the right view. This is uh, the A4 path at the preliminary stage, the third stage. The last stage of a four path is uh, you know the many inside you know, stages the, to talk about, but uh, time is very limited. So I have to go another stage, <laughs> Nobel path, a four Nobel path within one minute. Actually, um, there's um, at the you know the Nobel Path stage. Right view is uh, different. 
Dai Byu means CN the four number two. So then I have to explain what are four number two. I think you, I think you know you learned something about the four number two. But uh, within one minute I cannot finish it. But uh, <laughs> still allow me to <laughs> to go another minute. You know. <coughs> so the A4 Nobel path. But actually A4 Nobel path is uh, not something we can learn from. Actually, A4 Nobel Prize is something you have to experience by yourself. So the, I don't think I, I need to explain A4 Nobel Prize. So the Mahasi Siaro said, A4 Nobel, Nobel Path and uh, preliminary Nobel Path, uh, A4 Path at the preliminary stage, and A4 Path and at the Nobel stage are actually, you know, the cause effect. He compared it's uh, like something, you know, that you jump a canal and uh, reach the other bank or the canal. So jumping is uh, like preliminary path. Reaching other bank is a noble path. <laughs> so the, all we have to do is to jump <laughs> over the canal and then spontaneously we reach the other bank, right? So we don't need to make effort to uh, for the A4 noble path. We have to make effort for to develop the preliminary path that we because experience the phenomena, the moment they take place. It's very important to be aware of the present phenomena, the moment they take place. It's very important to be aware of what we are really experiencing without identifying them whether I, me or mine then we can develop the insight knowledge step by step. That's a preliminary level, preliminary stage. If you can develop preliminary stage, you are jumping over the canal, and then you will automatically or the spontaneously reach the other bank. <laughs> Very fast. <laughs> of course, there's uh, uh, information uh, for me to explain, to share with you, but uh, regarding the uh, the four noble truth, the experience of four noble truth is uh, accomplished at the four noble a four noble path this stage. But uh, as I mentioned earlier, a four noble path is uh, not something you can learn from somebody. It's actually something you have to experience by yourself. Okay, so I don't need to talk about <laughs> a4 <Nobel> path. <laughs> Maybe if I have time, if I 
catch or if I had lucky enough to meet you again, maybe I can get a chance again to explain a photo part. But for today, as a time is left. So thank you very much for your <laughs>